Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. A pound of dick and a West Ham United. More than just a Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Um, now, I don't know. Is it episode, Is it season seven or season eight? Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm as confused as our listeners because I was a listener of the last few episodes and you quite you signed off pretty substantially for the season. So I was surprised that the call was made to do another podcast today, to be honest. Yeah, so is this... Uh, a special or is it season eight episode one or is it season seven episode 39 i think it stays as season seven episode it's a, 39 it's a summertime special we like the old bbc summertime special we welcome back we've missed him he's got no beauty um procedures or treatments tonight welcome back george thanks sean Thank you. Uh, and and I want to thank George does a lot of work behind the scenes. So even though we you don't hear his dulcet tones, when we muck up and we muck up a lot at the technical stuff, it is George that pieces it all back together. So I want to say my appreciation, even sometimes your uh, what's seen and not heard. Now, that's the wrong saying, isn't it? No, I know what uh, you're trying to say. And yeah, to but, you all, Nigel in particular, you gave me a shout out on the last episode as well. It was very, very yeah. kind. Yeah. yeah you, it, 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 all I've got to say first um, is, where are you and what are you doing? I am in um, a spare bedroom recording the podcast. Okay. Uh, John. Uh, miserable John. Oh, no, sorry. That's someone else. John. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Where are you? What are you doing? So that um, I'm I'm recording this podcast with you in my loft, but that is one of the benefits of Nigel joining the team this season. I'm no longer the miserable one. So, yeah, it, it, so, it, it is adding some confusion because my wife did ask me earlier. She saw something on Twitter. She said, "Are you doing the podcast tonight?" I said, "Yes." She said, "Oh, someone's looking forward to the miserable one." something or the other about the miserable one i said well that may not be me yeah so yeah it's well he's, he's a double award winner or triple award winner 
even though it doesn't mean anything. His best friend is a cartoon. He lives in a shed and he is the miserable <laughs> one. Welcome, Nigel. Where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my shed. I'm trying, hey. to, trying to cheer myself up. Are you miserable? Well, I don't know. You know, trying to think of ways. Anyway, let's talk. Let's talk about West Ham <laughs> and our saviors, who are David Gold, David Sullivan, and Karen Brady, who've won, landed a wonderful manager. Even Nigel's got to be happy about this. Our seventeenth manager to manage West Ham, and even I'm sure by Nigel's um, measures. This is the best manager on paper we have ever appointed. It's Manuel, Manuel. (laughs) 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 Come on, we've got to start with Nige. Nige, before I talk to the two boys, tell us on your thoughts of the appointment of Manuel Pellegrini. Um, Very good. He is, as you said, the, um, the best manager that um, they've ever appointed. On paper, it's the best manager West Ham's ever had. We've never appointed a manager that's that's won um, league trophies uh, uh, as much as he has, or ever. So he's the first um, West Ham manager to ever win a league title that we've hired. So the fact that he won the Premier League not three, four years ago with Man City as well, we couldn't have asked for more than this realistically, could we? No, no, I agree. Are they our saviours then? Oh, piss off. <laughs> no, no, they're not our saviours. Nothing's changed. They're, you know, you, you can ask Lickham and, 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 and cream them up and call people out and say, I want you to now praise the board. But at the end of the day, they've done what they're supposed to do. Yeah, they've done it. But this is what they're supposed to do. This is, you know. So... Nothing's changed for me. I still hope they leave the club one day. You know, well, they will leave one day, but the quicker the better, in my opinion. Um, But while we're here, let's enjoy the ride. Okay. Say something nice about the board, and then we're going to go over to John. They gave in to fan pressure. How about that? Is that nice, is it? Did know. they give in to fan or pressure? That, well, did they? Maybe not. No, because it was seven months <laughs> in the I'm making. Saying. We'll come back to that in a minute. Let's go over to John, who's no longer miserable. So he's got to be happy. He's got to be a half glass full person. We're going to win the league with Pellegrini, aren't we, no, uh, John? Uh, yeah, probably the bottom half of it, hopefully. All right. What was that? What was that? <laughs> Who was playing that? <laughs> I was just teeing up a song. But you started. All right. For the listeners, have a listen. Two lovers entwine, pass me by, and heaven knows I'm miserable. Yeah, that is your theme tune. Um, but we're not a Smiths podcast. We are a West Ham podcast. We get more listeners if we did a Smiths podcast. <laughs> I'm going to see the Smives on Friday night. Oh, no, you're not, are you? I am. I, I keep meaning to go and see them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, so cool yeah. story, bro. John, back, Thanks. back, back <laughs> to back to the podcast. Or one, two, three. Back in the room. Pellegrini, good manager. Very good manager. 
Will it all end in tears? You know, he's he's a person who said in the past that it was interfered with by the Real Madrid Ooh, uh. board. And, you know, will, will Sullivan take a back seat? We're going to come into the back room and come on to the backroom team later. But do, do you think that Sullivan and Pellegrini can work together? It's, it's hard to know, isn't it? It's like, I sort of, we, we, all we can do is sit back and see how it all unfolds, isn't it? They, they, he is the best manager that our club's ever appointed on paper. I mean, he, he you know, he, you just can't argue with it. I know, you know, he's not young, he's not dynamic, he's not this, but he is the best manager they've ever appointed or we've ever had on paper. People, so, people wanted to Benitez. In, in polls, people were still saying they wanted Benitez. For you, John, Benitez or Pellegrini? I know that's a little bit of hindsight, but, but who would you have, if you had the choice between the two? Um, I don't know, um, Benitez is very current. Benitez is very steady, but I think Benitez can also be a bit dour. So, yeah. again, on paper, when you look at the football, but but it's, it's so hard to judge, isn't it? I mean, I didn't take much notice of him when he was in like Malaga and was it Sevilla or whatever it was he was before. I didn't, you know, he, he didn't come into my radar or interest of what he was doing. Obviously, he was then Madrid and then City, but at City, look at the tools he had to work with. So, Let's see. He, he has got a history of Benedict with lesser players. Let's see if he can do it. But okay, well, that, let's save a little bit for um, George. Uh, George, what what are your views that haven't been taken by the two boys on on this appointment? Momentous appointment. Um, well, I, I'm I'm going to be a bit boring and just kind of agree with a lot of it. Um, I know his you know his time in China hasn't been that impressive. Um, but I, I do believe that league's a bit of a false league. I don't really rate that league at all. Um, you know, he, he had an amazing team at City. He won the league with a lot of money, but I think you've got to look back to his days at Villarreal and even Malaga, where he, he made an average team um, a lot better. And I think that's what we got to hope he does to us. Yeah. So a little bit of background for what I know seven months in the planning. Uh, they talked to him before, uh, David Sullivan talked to him allegedly before uh, appointing David Moyes, said he might be available in the, in the summer uh, and that he could get out his contract. Apparently, China were bringing all kinds of rules that you must play some domestic players and etc. So he admitted on his interview that he'd watched every West Ham game. So he's obviously planning for this. Some might say, like Nigel, that that's why David Moyes was undermined. Um, he gets his deal is worth between eight and sixteen million pound a season. So eight million is his basic. Is basic sixteen million, by the way, if he wins everything. If he wins the Premier League and we get into Champions League, he wins the FA Cup and the League Cup. The maximum he can get in one season is sixteen million. Uh, he's likely to get around about ten million for a, a top ten finish. Um, and he's been given complete control. He's getting about £75 million uh, transfer budget, plus whatever he gets from outgoing players like Hugo and, and Byram and Snodgrass, so it could quite easily get to £100 million. Including um, agents' fees, yeah, add-ons' fees. Including agents' fees and everything. 
But that's one thing he's got to choose, and I'm not going to read these out, so I'm going to get George to read these out, is he's got to choose his backroom team. And, and, and for the first time, we are going to have a director of football. And the director of football is not the Leicester guy, as some people thought it was. I've had confirmation from my senior source. It's the Malaga guy. I'm not going to pronounce his name, but George is, and read out the list of Pell's backroom team. It haven't been announced Pell? yet, but you're going to read is that your Pell, new, is yeah, that that's, what I call that's my nickname for him, Pell. Um, well, is it? Do we really want to read these names out? No one will know who they are. Well, they Enzo Maresca and Ruben Cusias um, as, as assistant easy to managers. Say. Well, it was pretty easy. Wasn't it? Well, they they followed him around pretty yeah, much. I think, one I of think those. Ruben Cusias is at um, City with him, wasn't he? Fitness. Yeah, Brian Kidd's not. Fitness coach up. Jose Cabello, goalkeeping coach Javier. Man Chisidor and director of football is Mario Husios. Obviously, he's, he's thank you. He's a Malaga, he's a Manalaga guy who's the sporting director. Just, um, just, just some going people back to the whole. He was our, He's been a, kind of agreed to be our manager since January. David Sullivan yeah. did that deal, right? So why yeah. was David Gold on Sky Sports News saying he hoped? Moyes would stay in his job the day before he left. Is it just they don't talk? And is that something we should worry about? Two theories, right? Number one, David Gold is an amazing actor and it was all part of a smoke and mirrors and a shammy sham, right? Or he didn't know. <laughs> well, if it's the latter, surely that's a... Is that not a worry that the equal... Would you still go on the the biggest sports channel and announce you'd like your managers to stay, knowing that they're gonna let him go tomorrow? Because would that not make you look stupid? Yeah, it would. And that's what happened. Even if you go, Oh, it's all part of the plan, but you know. Hold on, I recognise that voice. Yeah, no. so yeah. any- <laughs> Are you canny town then? So anyway, it's a puppet. It's only a cartoon. <laughs> Keep on, I block you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, look, come on, leave the guy alone. Uh, I think it, it is what it is, right? You can you can say. He didn't know. He did know. He didn't actually. If you look at the whole interview and take it in context, the whole thing was he was probably trying to be polite and didn't want to sack David Moyes over Sky Sports News. He just thought, I hope he will stay. That was right at the end. He talks about David Moyes' triumphs and everything else. At the end, I think they ask him, well, do you want David Moyes to stay? And I think he was put on the spot and he went, I You know how you, you don't get put on the spot? You know how you don't get put on the spot like that? Yeah. Talk to the press. Yeah, but gold loves. <laughs> gold loves. Understandable. Anyway, um, and and gold was on talking about understandable. Uh, gold did talk to Jim White and was asked some re- fourteen-minute interview and was asked, asked some really tough questions. He wasn't. Really Wouldn't you agree? He was asked after it was all the same old answers. It was like we haven't taken any money out of the club. Answer. It's the same. You know, it was the same old stuff. Just re- resource shared, sort of hashed about. Really, the same old shit that I debunked after we give it to that other lot. 
Anyway, guys, 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 this is a positive podcast. Let's not talk about the board. Let's not talk about the board are saviours. They have put Manuel Pellegrini. John, three months ago, you were sitting on here calling for the ball to go. So I don't think I went that hard. I said I was indifferent. I'll edit in some examples in there if you say that. No, I didn't actually say. You flip-flopping again. I'm. I'm just saying. I. I. I stopped being pro board for a while. Just to be clear, I am pro board again. <laughs> just. Just to make it until the transfer window finishes. I don't want to be. I. I don't need to be. Dis, I don't mean to be disingenuous, but yeah, I am pro board again. Just to be clear, in case I was accused of flip flopping. Why does it not surprise me? Not I don't know. Shall we talk? Shall we talk about? You are as, as shambolic as our board. I, I accept your compliment. Um, Has Brady left the Sun article yet? No. Because they keep saying, don't they? The board keeps saying, well, we're going to get her to do that. We're going to get her to stop that. It's going well, isn't it? No, I don't think we ever said that. Um, Perhaps the sure, whistle petition will make her stop. Well, we'll see. We'll see. She's doing uh, Apprentice at the moment, so. She's still um, not mastered it then. No. no hey, Should we talk about transfers? Yeah. Yeah, let's t- let's not talk about the board because that's not changed, and it's all no. so you know they've done a very good job of dividing the fan base, destroying any sort of real pressure on them, and now they're just doing what they do, what they always do, what they like. Good luck to them. Yeah. Oh God. I'm gonna. This is a miserable <laughs> podcast, right? You too. You too. Get on with it. Come on. This is exciting. The new. This is the next level. This is a, oh, the start of a new. <laughs> this is the start of a new oh, era. Don't you think? No. Come on. Crack on. Transfers. Um, so, um, funny enough, John is the new ITK, and the reason is. We have a little WhatsApp group where we share certain information, most of which doesn't ever get in the public domain. And part of that, I was talking about, and, and I'd written a blog just about um, who might, uh, how we might spend 75 million. And I put some, as John said, <laughs> I added up some names that have been previously linked that ca- happened to come to 75 million. And John said, we won't, we won't actually get any of the ones that David Moyes wanted. And, uh, and and about 24 hours later, talking to one of our sources, he agreed with you, John. <laughs> so you were ahead of everybody. There you go. You need to put a tweet out there saying I was first. Um, there are some exceptions to the rule. I, I will I want some sort of no, I want some sort of acknowledgement somewhere that I was first. Yeah, I, I think there are a couple of exceptions to the rule, and one of them may be uh, Super Mario, who scored that wonder goal. Did anyone see the wonder goal? Yeah, but the wonder was we wondered why he didn't do it for us. Um, but I don't think there was, as, as we've discussed on the podcast before, I don't think they're prepared to spend twenty six no, million. I, I agree. Um, I don't think they should either. I just, I didn't stand out enough for me. That's that's a big chunk of our hundred million. Would pounds. you have him on loan? Would you have him on loan again oh, for another? Depends season? on the financials, maybe. But would we? I don't know. Would you not rather put that money into someone a bit? New and I don't know. I don't when know. they loan him, do they have to pay money for him? Do they have to like bang him five million or something? They tend to pay, no. they tend to pay a loan fee and his wages. 
And he is on quite expensive wages. So what would the loan fee be? Because if we loaned him this last season, what did we pay loan fee? I think we just paid his wages, which are quite high. I'd imagine. Like Seventy grand. I'd imagine they'd negotiate. They'd want a loan fee and his wages paid if we're not going to buy him. Yeah, because they'll want some more money out of us. Um, you... They've already retired his shirt, by the way. They've given it to someone else to replace it. Well, see, if you believe Football Manager, you're looking at probably 150k, 200k a month. No, no, no. That's what Football Manager says. I'd like to think that Pellegrini is coming in with his director of football with a whole different mindset of player than what we've been getting or what we've been linked with in the past. So, Well, interestingly, I was told today that Supi Mario is not actually on Pellegrini's list. So if he does come, he would probably be an addition like what they call a ball freebie. But um, he's not but Even he's though not they're going to keep out of it. Yeah. So yeah, there'll be no more yeah. ball freebies, will there? Well, let's see. <laughs> um, the... the the big news of today has been Marlon Santos from Barcelona. 22-year-old centre-back. Brazilian. Uh, came over to Barcelona B. Played two games in the 16-17 season for Barcelona. Um, replacing Maso... Uh, I was going to say Masuaku, but... Um, <laughs> um, who's the, the hammer that... Played with a Smith Yeah. So he, he when he got injured he came in the for two hammer. final games. Um and um and then has been on Nice uh for a season. And today the president of Nice said um twenty million euros, an English club has bought him and he's going back. We asked our senior sources at the club and they said we can't talk about it because uh it's confidential and it might ruin the deal. So, so obviously, we're not involved in, in that deal at all. Is that the kind of Pellegrini transfer, you think? I don't know. Well, why would you I've never heard of him. Sure. Well, everybody's put it in the public. We're not, we're not breaking them. It's out there in the public domain. It was run by pretty much every French outfit is run by KUMB, Clarence Hugh, everybody. It's out there. You can't keep these things secret. It, the, the question really is, he's a 22, possibly with some potential, but unproven at this stage. Does that excite you, John? Does that get you moist? <laughs> I th- I'd, I'd never heard of him either. So, you know, again, we're in the hands of the manager. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see what happens, will we? Is is there any other names you've heard that um has have excited you, John? What, linked to us? Yeah. Um, no. There hasn't been any players that have been linked to us. Because I haven't really sort of got into it. It's 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 not really been around, is it? Is it we've been linked with loads of players? Well, we've had a few, haven't we? We've had Balotelli has been banded around. Is he in your list? Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he, yeah. I, to be honest, I think he'd be quite exciting. I've always rated him. I know he's got his attitude problems, but um, he seems to have got back into the swing of things recently. And um, Rondon's been talked about a lot. I've seen a bit of Rondon. That doesn't excite that me. That doesn't excite me. No, me either. If, if you read the running order, you'll see a few other names you want to put out there. Um 
like that Fredericks from Fulham. What about Fredericks from Fulham? Yeah. Well, he's he's on a he's he's on a free transfer, isn't he? But he's been offered he is, a contract yeah. at Fulham, so I'd imagine that you know. There's all well, in, in, so he could be one of them. So in David Moyes, I think they liked him, but as a freebie, could be could be a bald special. You never know. Not that they're going to get involved. For the sales, you've got the sales on there. That's the Newcastle, yeah. Yeah, thirty million. They they've tried to price him. It sounds like a lot of the budget to spend on one player, though. Oh, again, it's, it's down to them, isn't it? They they know they're going to be getting rid of players. So that's just, that, I think that's just as interesting as what's coming in is who they get rid of. Well, funny you should say that, John, uh, because uh, in the news, Kiati. I ran a story today about Kiati. We we all know he had a drop of form. Um, Senegal media are running a story that he might go to Turkey with both Galatasaray and Belitikas both interested. Besiktas. Besiktas. Bel- in- Beli- Did you say Belitikas? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Hernandez, talking to Mexican media, hasn't really committed himself to Pellegrini yet. Um, I know that some of these translations can get lost. Uh, same with um, Adrian today, sort of saying, you know, I've got to wait for his opinion of me. I haven't spoken to him on the club. They trust me. I've got nothing to prove, as he told um, uh, the Spanish media. Antonio in the news again. Palace still want him. I understand. I think we talked about this before. The need or, or, or the interest is real, but they don't want to pay big money for him. So they need to up there their uh, bid if they've got any chance of getting him. Snodgrass has left Villa. Uh, we didn't get a million quid bonus for him getting promoted. They value him about £12 million. Let's see if uh, we get any takers. They want to get rid of Hugh Gill. They want to get rid of Byram. Uh, possibly Reed. Um, and Carroll, <laughs> as we said, they're stuck with. They don't think... Uh, uh, Carol's going anywhere, but he scored the other day. Who? Andy Carroll. Yeah, where did he score? Um, in Holland. Yeah. Yeah, playing in a friendly for Dirk Heist, the ex-Liverpool player who was at Liverpool with had a friendly, and apparently ah. Andy Carroll scored. Oh, you should have given me that as a story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 it just come to me. So, Sorry, it just remembered. Your little list then of what's who, who we're going to get rid of. Yeah, you sort of said earlier that our seventy-five million pound budget can go up to a hundred without goings. Yeah, I reckon it might yeah. might make about eighty with that list. Well, Snodgrass should be worth get his money back ten or twelve got million. No chance never in a million years are you going to get that. Yeah, you're never getting right. your money Hugh back. Hill. Hugh Gill, we bought for seven million plus add-ons. You don't think we get a seven million pound? No, back? of course not. No. Byram, he was a what, five mil. Yeah, five mil you might get, but not much more. Uh, Reed, Reed, five. How old's Reed? Uh, injury prone, approaching thirty, possibly. See, if you say Snodgrass, uh, ten, right? No, no. Hugh Gill, uh, five. No, yeah. Byram five. No. 
and read five. That's your 25 mil to take it up to 100 million. Come on, I'm not being over the top, am I? Yes. Yes. All right. Oh, Christ. Well, let's see, shall we? Let's yeah, see. Let's, let's just wait and see. Let's stop recording now and just wait and see what happens, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, transfer, I, I don't know. If I'm honest with you, you know, the transfer, Pellegrini is actually keeping everything quite hush-hush. He's back in Chile holidaying with his his family and by the way his family he's got three grown-up sons and a wife they've always stayed in Chile they've never followed him around so he flies back to Chile where he can he's talking to his staff and the director of football all the time so but at the moment beyond uh, Marlon Santos I don't really know what's going on at the moment which is rather uncomfortable for me because we don't know what the truth is. Well, if you believe Sky Sports, Armando Izzo is in talks with us. Yeah. Breaking news in the last half an hour or so. Is he? Uh, yeah. Izzo. Oh, Izzo. I did, I, I, did, I did put him on the list that I wrote he over. Yeah, okay. I've never heard of him. Who is he? Breaking news. Genoa defender. No, I don't know. He's a defender. He's centre back. Hey, <laughs> Nigel, you are on fire. Hey. What, what do they know, though? Genoa? No, no. Sky Sports, Sean. What does Sky Sports know? Yeah, what does Sky Sports know? We know they get all their source of um, information from, don't we? Sky Sports. Who do they? They get it off of Twitter. How do they? Excellent. Anyway, um, it's season ticket renewal time. Renewal now to secure. It's the only way you can get to secure your seat for the best in a new era for the next level of Pellegrini. As he wins the Premier League title, have you renewed, Nigel? Yeah, well, you know I have. Oh, you were one of the first, weren't you? Well, I had to, it? for two years. Uh, George, have you renewed your season ticket? Not yet. Ooh, John, have you renewed your season ticket? Not yet. Ask me the question. Sean, have you renewed your season ticket? Not yet. <laughs> Oh, you dangerous boys. We, we... <laughs> right, let me ask you a question, George. What day are you renewing? Uh, Friday the 1st of June. John, what day are you renewing? Uh, I don't know. When's the deadline? Friday. Is it? What, this Friday? Yeah. This Friday coming, yeah. How oh, is it? Oh, I don't know. When I get round to it. And if I don't, then I'm, I'm knackered. I've been quite busy. I haven't given it up thought. I thought you were going to go and do it in person. I was going to, but I asked you a question the other day when I had an opportunity to do it. You didn't give me yeah, the answer. Yeah. Oh, right, right. <laughs> like, Let's just know, cover you, this you, off. You, you asked me. You just ignore me half the time and go on other right, groups you, spouting your you shit. Ask, you, you call me a bald stooge, right? Bulge you have a go at me. Is that dust? Why would I? Why would I know what time the ticket office opens? Why would I ask that information and go, yeah, oh, well, yeah, I've got all I've this got, stuff. Talk to my are top sort. Yeah. Hello, I don't know. hello. Are they open on a bank holiday? Go on the fucking website well, and find out yourself. On there, I did have a look, but you could yeah. you could actually say that. I don't know, or you could just ignore it. <laughs> I was busy well, when the Rolling when Stones it played. It was open, yeah. but it was quite funny because yeah. even the shop was open. And uh, how many people do you think were in the shop? Twelve. No. Four. No. Well, None. actually, there was four. 
There was. There was staff. the two members' staff and me and my mate who walked in because they looked really bored and we thought, let's just walk around mm. and pretend we're going to buy some shit. And they just walked around like shadowing us like we were going to nick something. And, it, and you know, it's so crappy. Well, the whole, I wouldn't even nick it, you know? It's like... The whole board went on the Friday. I, you, I think you went on the Tuesday. went on the Friday. Yeah. It's a, a nice big board bonding session. Oh, and Pellegrini went the same night as you, didn't he? He did. Did you meet up with Pell? I did see him sitting there. You did see him there? Yeah, sitting in his seat, yeah. Yeah. There you I go. was on the floor. And then I went and stood at the back with all the drunks because it was nearer the bar. And, yeah. But Anyway, uh, season ticket renewals, we're told at the moment... They're estimating, they're targeting 87 to 88% by the time uh, the Friday 5pm deadline comes. They're saying, so this sort of shows you a lot of people like us renew at the last minute. It could be as low as 85%, so that probably is what it is now. Or it could be as high as 92% if lots of us like me, George and John, renew at the last minute. What was it last year? 90%. So I ain't going to be, it's going to be below that. So they they reckon again forecasts. My sources tell me six to seven thousand people will not renew, and therefore six to seven thousand people on the waiting list will get their opportunity to buy a season ticket. Will you will you be able to find that information from an independent source, or will you always be relied on them telling you? I can get it from a number of different sources, Jonathan. Right. But someone who would be honest and open with you as opposed to whatever they're told to tell you. Uh, well, they're all employees, aren't they, of West Ham at the end of the day? You know, unless unless I do something illegal, which would be against the Data Protection Act and the Computer Misuse Act, GDPR. I, always have to, I always have to rely on what, what employees of West Ham United tell me and, and they're going to tell me they're going to tow the party line, John. Yeah, so we will never know for sure, will we? No. But the, the way to tell it is, in the first season there, it was very difficult to get a match-by-match match ticket. Last season, it was quite easy to get a match-by-match match ticket. Mm-hmm. Now, this coming season, I imagine it will be even easier getting a match-by-match match ticket, in which <laughs> case it will tell you that the people have not renewed. Now, you oh. lost... 5,000 last season. We could lose another seven to 8,000 this season. Six to seven. Seven to eight. So oh. what we don't know is, because I'm miserable, so what we don't know is, are these the long-termers or are these the, the part-time purses that realise actually watching West Ham is really shit and I'm yeah. going to go back to shopping like I used to do yeah. with the missus. Well, I'm going to go so. for newbies, part-time purses. Because I think, like you've said, mm. even if you're as miserable as you, right, and, and that takes some doing, Nigel, what you're going to do on another other Saturday, it doesn't matter how much the board piss you off. It doesn't matter how much the team piss you off. At the end of the day, you're West Ham through and through. And therefore, you renew like a bloody lemon jumping off a cliff. That's yeah, the reality, but not everyone is mad like me. And that's the thing. I know a lot of people that have said they're not renewing and so far have stuck to their word. When I say a lot, I know 10 I off the to, top of my head. Uh, sorry, I spoke to someone I haven't spoken to for a while who I last sort of 
no, I knew he was. He went to the very first season up here, and he he wanted to get moved at the end of last season from the upper to the lower section, and they told him that you'll have to wait. And then they said, well, we might be able to. And then they said, no, we don't think we can. And that was it. They didn't even make any effort with him. And there was fourteen of them all together, and they all gave up. I thought that was, I thought that was really strange. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yeah, I sometimes don't believe people when they say they're going to give up their tickets. Um, oh. Because remember oh, when have... we were at the bowling ground? Yeah, but you say that. But do you remember Andy used to say to us, oh, this is my last season. I'm not doing it anymore. And what did he used to do every time? Yeah. We, yeah. You know, yeah. they knew. So I know lots of people have said that, but I'll believe it when I actually see it, where someone who says, I'm not going to do it, and I know where they sit, and I see them not there the next season, then I'll believe it. But pe- talk is cheap. Um, hey. So... It was the last day of Nathan's uh, Ill and Pies and Eels shop in Barking Road. Um, and you were there, weren't you, Nigel, for this for the last two weeks, actually, filling your face? Last four weeks, actually. You've been there for four weeks? I've been going, well, uh, let's, let's get this right. I have still been eating now um, since we've left the bowling because... That was the pie mash shop where I used to eat. Well, I did wonder where you got your figure from, so now well, we know. You know, um, it's not look pie mash. Uh, generally, you find a lot of people say about Nathan's. Oh, I don't like it. It's a load of rubbish. A lot of people they they make their pies a bit different to traditional pie mash. They use more of a short crust pastry rather than the water based pastry, which traditional pie mash shops use. Now. Because my mum was brought up at the bowling, uh, her family owned a shop there, she was brought up eating Nathan's. So I was brought up eating Nathan's. Now, I can remember going in Nathan's before I went West Ham United. 
So I've still continued off and on to eating now, even though I do cheat on them and eating BJ's on the Barking Road as well. Um, but that's because that's where my son likes. So it was disappointing to see that they were closing. But when you see the reasons behind it, fully understandable. And Yeah, and it's not the board's fault, is it? No, no. Do you want to share with people why? Because a lot of people, I think, have blamed the board for moving away and not taking Nathan's with them. But I think I've said before, Nathan's were offered an opportunity, but they decided against it. And and actually, Richard Nathan, uh, 80 years, by the way, they've been trading. They've been well, at that shop since 1974. Bag, um, yeah. It's 90 years. 1938. All right, on their bag. Hold up, people. Yeah. This is great radio, by the way. Just as a fill-in, Richard Nathan and Christine Nathan are the fourth generations of Dutch immigrants who founded the Pie and Eel shop, I was told, in 1938. They started off building... Established since 1927. Ah. High-class eel and pie merchant. Stewed and jellies eels. Finest quality meat pies. There you go. So a bag can't be wrong, and from the research I did, which was from the, uh, Nathan himself yeah, the, in quotes. The reason, but, but the bag must be right. They've only been in that shop since 1974. Is yeah, that Prada shops wasn't built till 1974. Yeah, so yeah. they did have a shop there uh, along the parade before the when the old ones were knocked down, and then they just moved. As in, like Casataris. Casataris was always down, like you know, ten shops away from them. Casataris got a nice new shop, and it was built in the seventies. And that's what. Okay, so the big reveal. Well, it's not a big reveal. The problem. The, the, what, the problem why is, are they shutting down? The reason they're shutting down is the the rent and rates in Newham is starting to cripple them. Now, it does tie in a way with the loss of the West Ham United trade because, obviously, the West Ham United trade probably meant they could afford the rent and the rates as they increased. But as the trade, they lose the West Ham trade and they're just relying on the general day-to-day trade, the rent on the the rates on the shop were over £25,000. It's something... It's my challenge to you, right? What do you say? 22 home games a year at the bowling. What business can survive just solely based on 22 good days of trade? There's only so many pies. Pies weren't expensive. It's not like a pub that can sell tens of thousands in a day. Your pie is quite cheap. The profit margin is quite set. There's only so many people you can serve on a match day. Their pie mash weren't cheap. I'll tell you that now for a start compared to others. So... I'd, I'd, like materials wise, they, I mean, a, a single pie mash, they're charging a fiver for it. It would probably cost them a pound to make. Look, he said he never got rich, but just just to go, uh, we'll move on because we're not a pie and mash podcast. Um, he said the parking restrictions outside the shop. Which were brought in recently. The- Newham, basically, yeah. the whole of Newham got made a residence parking. And what I didn't realise is, is that the, the, the parking behind the shops, uh, where the garages were, apparently they made that residence-only parking, which I only noticed, sadly, yeah. because I've been still been parking in there. Luckily, never got a ticket. 
He said the landlord was Newham Council, that he spent four years uh, in in legal courts arguing when they tried to double his rent from 11000 to 25000 In the end, he managed to get it reduced to 14500 And he said, even though he pays 14500 rent at the moment, which he fought for for four years, with business rates, it's still £25,000 a year. And, and, they, and with the parking and everything else, they just can't make it pay. And as from this week, uh, we're recording on a Tuesday, he's now um, a handyman and, and started a new life as a handyman. Very sad. It, it, it's, it's sad for the area um, because slowly but surely, um, the places that I grew up going to uh, are, are going one by one now. If I look back to when I was a kid, I used to go to cinema. Well, I suppose I could go to cinema if I wanted to. But obviously, they don't show the films that I'd be interested in. You know, the Pie Mash has gone, where I used to go before the cinema. Casataris has gone. West Ham's gone. You know, what's left? The bed shop on the corner is about the only thing that's still been there the whole time. Um, so it is sad to see an area. But then again, I left it. 12 years ago, perhaps. That's indicative yeah. of what the biggest problem is. That's when it all went downhill, wasn't it? But, but you know what? You can get all these things at Westfield. There's a lovely cinema. They've got a lovely food hall at Westfield, Stratford. Um, so all is not lost, eh, Nigel? And it's all twice the price. I mean, I had the pie mash nice outside thing. on the apron the day it opened, when they put the pie mash on Yeah. yeah. And £6.50 is a piss take for a start. But all right, you'll pay it because it's there. It ain't, it ain't that great, the pie mash. But a wooden, a wooden spoon to eat it with. Dear, oh dear. That was it. Anyway, good luck, uh, family yeah. Nathan, in your future endeavours. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's progress, isn't it, according to Newham Council? Yeah. Next level. Um <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. I've, I've spoken about this before, but I wrote an article today to put it out there. American consortium takeover, possibly, of the London Stadium. Now, I was previously told by my, my um, senior source that it only could be sold um, by the, uh, to another government department. But you know what? I looked at the agreement myself because I don't take everything for granted, um, John, like you think I do. I, I do my own research. I read the agreement the other day and actually doesn't say that. It says that it has to be transferred to another, disposed of to another government body or someone with the right financial resources and uh, what's the word? Resources and uh, some other word. So in other words, if if someone with the right financial might could take over the stadium, then it could be sold. And we could be looking at another Wembley-type situation of the London Stadium being sold. Now, the only key to all of this is West Ham do have the right to refuse. They would have to be with West Ham's agreement that the stadium was sold. Mm. And talking of that, and this is an exclusive update. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There has been, for the last few weeks, West Ham have been, uh, if you read the agreement, 
when they disagree on a contract, there's something in the contract, you can look it up, it's clause 10 for all you saddos out there like me, uh, is called expert determination. And that means that when you disagree on something, you get a comp- you get a you both pick a lawyer who will then make an expert determination on the contract. And that's been going on for a few weeks or months now. The verdict is expected very soon. This is to do with draft beer. This is to do with Sky TV in the lounges. This is to do with hostess in the lounges. This is to do with a look and feel with West Ham. They both agreed to abide by the decision of this expert determinator. And we will find out very soon. So there you go. Exclusive update. When it comes out, you go, ah, heard it here on Claret and Hugh. Um, Sorry, Claret and Hugh. (laughs) More than just a podcast. Little slip there, which George... Unbelievable. uh, Unbelievable. So who was that making all that noise while I was trying to do... That was Nigel. I saw it on his waveform. So, uh, <laughs> I never know. I'll tell you what, you can talk all you like, mate. at least it won't a cat. <laughs> it's time. Do you know what? Do you know what? Get ready, Nigel. Get ready, Nigel, because this is your bit. It's time for this. I, I say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I said it, Nigel, oh, yeah. but actually, Nigel didn't bring his phone. So, George, George, it's your turn. How oh, have you? Well done, Nigel. That's, I told you I thought I wasn't uh, going to we, do it. Now, now, here we go. We've got questions on Facebook, Twitter, and on WhatsApp. What? From, from, from David Holdsink. Well, I can't do Twitter because I ain't got my phone. So, one of you is to bring up Twitter. I can do Facebook. I'll do Twitter. All right. Use. Use. I'll start All with the Twitter, top right? boys say use, don't they, Sean? Sorry, say that again? All the top boys say use. They do, don't they? I'll start with Twitter. Uh, at HammersFan02380 says, would you sell Lanzini for 50 million and buy Mario as a replacement for 25 to 30 million? No. That's a no from me, if in case that wasn't clear. Yeah, that's a no. I would no. like to get Jack Grealish, though. Does anyone agree with that? Um, no, he, yeah. How much he's got for? a bit of fire in his belly, isn't he? Yeah, yes. And I thought he had a really good game, even though they lost. Mm. Uh, West Ham Ramble says, I know you like your cues, mate, but this one isn't... Oh, so he's replying to Hammers fan. This one's a non-starter. Mario is a different player. Works all with Lanzini and Arnie, but not the same type of player. Wouldn't be a replacement. Agreed. Um... Um, who's that? Waherham. Miriam Williams says, will you ask Nigel not to refer to Richard (laughs) as Dodsey as it's gone right to his head? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Say that again. Say Say that name again. Was it Miriam? It's (laughs) Miriam. It's the Welsh wizard who used to write an overland and sea. You called him Miriam. (laughs) I called him Mirian with an N. Oh, I think it's Mirian, isn't it? That's what I it's said. It's Welsh it? anyway. That's what I said. Who's Dodsey? Will you ask Richard Nigel Dodds. not to refer to Richard Dodds as Dodsey as it's gone right to his head? Uh, yeah. All right, Dodsey. Uh, yeah. John Parry says, "Who would you pay fifty million for? Who would pay fifty million for Lanzini? No one. No one. In their right mind." 
Because he's again, not worth 50 million. Ask again in six weeks after the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. No, it ain't going to happen. Uh, Andy Rockles, who is also known as Stato underscore 74, says, had he Stato. not won the title with the richest club in the Premier League, how would you have reacted to a 64-year-old who's finished seventh and fourth in two years in the Chinese League? How would you have reacted, guys? Yeah, I'd, I'd still been happy with Pellegrini. Yeah. Uh, as manager of West Ham. In, in the same when we did Operation Moyes, we overlooked his time at uh, at Sunderland. And I genuinely think that Chinese league's a write-off. I think it's a bit of a, yeah. bit of a joke. I don't think yeah. there's much much motivation other than you sitting there just cash, counting your money. It's just, you know, going through the motions, I would have thought. That's it for Twitter, Nigel. Over to you on Facebook, please. Okay, so <laughs> I won't bore you with the questions. Uh, but the answers were, Nick Harvey is pleased with the appointment of Pellegrini and backroom staff. Good to see the medical department cleared out too. Find it hard to believe Sullivan will really back him in the transfer market, but we'll soon find out. Wasn't going wasn't going to renew after 30 years, but will do once again. See, Nick, you fell for the old trick. The, oh, Sully sitting there now listening. The old senior soul, sorry. He's sitting there listening, thinking, oh, wonderful, I've got one. Feeling positive about next season, although it's early. All we need now is the Baroness to go, and next season might be enjoyable. Well done, Nick. Uh, Alexander McFarlane, who sounds Scottish. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a question. Well, thanks for putting that. To raise this point, but certainly interested in listening to your opinions on the new appointments. Thanks for putting together this edition. Look forward to downloading the episode. Excellent. Well done. Self praise is no praise. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to praise, just praise away. Um, award winning, we should point out. I know who wants them. With the PR, uh, sorry, Gary Prince, with the PR an all time low last season, do you think the club could do something to reverse that? One idea is to sell all new kids' shirts at a tenner. They would sell more than any other club and get the kits out there at every kids' clubs and all over Essex and London through the summer. Surely wouldn't it, it wouldn't be a massive cost to the club. would be amazing gesture and great advertising. Well, if you hang about, I'm sure they'll be doing adult shirts for a tenner, give it in like seven or eight months. I'll pass it on. Pass it on. Uh... Mm. Derek Howard, uh, Derek with two R's, like Cavan's got two R's. Uh, looking forward to it, is the grumpy one more positive towards the ball now? Even a tiny little bit. Sean, are you more positive? <laughs> I am born positive. I am Mr. Positive. So it, I think they're talking about you. <laughs> Me? Yeah. I'm not grumpy, I'm miserable. I, I challenge you again. Say something nice about David Sullivan. Uh, he's, I, he's got nice he's, hair. I love his eyes. He's, you know he's like just that? appointed a decent he's manager. He's 68 years of age. Is he not? He is, yeah. That's positive then. Doing well, okay. isn't he? He is. He's over well, halfway. Move on. Anyway, so, Paul Sanders. As an end-of-season special request... 
can you see how far Sean can read the names of the manager and the new backroom team? <laughs> can you guess how many pronunciation mistakes he's going to make doing it? I'll do that at the end, all right? Great podcast again this season. Look forward to hearing it again next season. Thanks, Paul. Cheers, mate. I'll do that at the end of the bunch. Hold up. That fucking stinger's back. Andy Quinn, Quinny from New Zealand. Kia Ora from New Zealand Amers. That's an orange drink, I thought. It would appear that Little Legs had his eye on Pellegrini when they dropped Billich. And we're all excited at the prospects of more attacking football at West Ham. He's had his way over the coaching staff and with decent funds invested, we should be able to strengthen the squad if they're careful with the transfers. Would you be happy with 10th in his first full season or do you expect higher? Personally, I'd trade top six for some silverware and a top 10 finish. Irons. Let's not get too carried away. Um, Look, top 10 would be brilliant, but... Well, let's not get carried away. You're on next level. Yeah, next we've level. been next through level. all this podcast saying next level and we're going to win the league. So let's, let's not, not get, get carried, carried away. away. Right, First year, he's he's an engineer, right? He needs to build. He's getting the foundations in first year. I'll be happy with top 12. And then next year, I'll be happy with top eight. And then his final year, top six. There you go. Said it. All right, well, look, I, for my free penny is I, I don't like setting targets. I don't care. If he plays attacking football and we finish 12th, 13th, and, it, and it's still a delight and we can get good games, we win some, we lose some, hey-ho, I'll be happy. It's maybe not why we moved there, but then again, let's remember he's got a big kitty this season because we made profit last season. Now, if he spends all the money this season, there ain't no profit next season to top up. So he may only have the same or less to spend. We ain't going to gate crash the It'd top be six. by Christmas. Yeah, we ain't going to gate crash the top six. <laughs> I want to see us have a go at a cup and finish wherever we finish in the league. We'll be undermining him by the summer. Well, you will be. There will be polls. Some of us like to backhand managers rather than keep calling from Pellegrini out. Pellegrini out. (laughs) Like other people. Go on. Move Uh, on. Simon the Pope. Uh, uh, God bless you. We will actually get a decent war chest that we keep here in. And will we get the money from players sold such as Snoddy and Co? Keep up the good works. Love the show. And so does that make me your 10th listener? Yes. Thank you. We'll have to start giving out squad numbers for our listeners so they they can just come on and go, oh, I'm listening number like 12. Mark Holland. I told, you just think? When you say that, just and I told the story over WhatsApp, but I'm going to say it. I was uh, at the Royal Institute last Thursday and I was given a talk on IT stuff. So I do IT stuff for a living. And it was in the famous place where Michael Faraday gave his his talk about electricity. And it's used on the BBC for the Christmas lectures. And I was giving this really engaging talk to IT people. And I've been speaking for an hour. And and, and then people came. Now, hang on. Let me tell my story. (laughs) Someone came up to me and said to me, and I thought they were going to ask a really, really, you know, thought-provoking question about my speech. And they went, I know your voice. You're from more than just a podcast. We always listen to that. And with that, he went, I'm a West Ham fan. See ya. He had nothing to say about my speech and was just a fan of the podcast. I didn't get his name, but thank you for coming up at the Royal Institute 
and saying hi. So there you go. Did we're he say everywhere. we? Did he say we always listen? And I think he said I always listen. Oh, well, um, I thought we had another one then. There you go. So there you go. Our listeners are everywhere, even at the Royal Institute. Sorry, carry on, um, Nigel. All right. <clears throat> Mark Holland, who likes to go Dutch when he goes out. What do you think will happen with Snodgrass? Loan transfer or give him a chance? Personally, I think the sooner he gets a club that wants him, the better. Yeah, I mean, I've been told he's Pellegrini wants to look at him and he's got to report back and he's going to put him through the pre-season. But I know, did you see anything? I know he had a good season. Do you see anything in that uh, championship fight, playoff final that would make you want to put him in the first team at West Ham? I didn't. What's his position? Attacking right midfielder. Yeah. Right. So who we got there? Antonio, isn't it? Antonio. If he stays. He's going to Palace. See, I think he's a, he could be a good squad player. Yeah. If we're going to go at cups, we, we, we need 25 decent players. And yeah. actually, he could be like the 25th decent player. Right. So if you say depending, so. you know, I'd, I'd like to give him a chance. That's what I'd say. All right. Slight cling. All right. Okay. Move on. Uh, Paul Turner. I'm sure you will be mentioning this and how Sean poo-pooed it. And basically, he put, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I asked the question if Eddie and Jason are on their way to Stratford, but being told it's Pellegrini. Uh, and I think Sean said, no, it's not Pellegrini. Yeah, it- I was. I'll be honest with you. Right, I was sold a bit of a pup, right? I was never told it wasn't Pellegrini. It was just played down. I was told, oh, we're having trouble contacting his representatives. It's in the middle of their season. Uh, will it, He's a man of honour. He won't leave to the end. Now, I was being fed some misinformation without a doubt after I found out it was seven months. They never said he wasn't. They said, oh, yeah, he's on the list. But we're always being told other people were at the top of the list, including Emery, who went to Arsenal, including Rafa Benitez, which seemed to be a smokestein, and calling Forseca that was also a setup. But all right, I admit it. I got that one wrong. Hey. I was uh, infam- wrong information. Oh, see, if only you'd known, you could have told us and we could have put money on it. Yeah, we could have done. We but could have cleaned go. up. There you go. Even though that's inside a trading site, so it's against the yeah. rules. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> lastly, Marion Williams, back again. What do you think of Hernandez's comments regarding both the club and new manager? I think, as I said earlier, it can be taken out of context, like Adrian. And we've seen it before, even with Payet and other people. They go abroad, they translate. Uh, in a foreign language back to English that doesn't quite translate and sometimes the context can get lost. So I'd like to think that maybe it's just been lost in translation a little bit. And I think keep him. What did he say? He just sort of said he would not... He, he, he sort of said, well, we'll wait and see kind of thing. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, he was asked whether he could commit, commit himself to West Ham and he sort of said, well, I've got a contract, but let's wait and see. And and I just think some of those, those translations can be taken too literal. Hmm. 
Now, before someone reads out David Holsink's uh, WhatsApp, I'm going to try and read the backroom team. Are you ready? Go on, then. Enzo Mariasca, Rubin Couscous, uh, Jose Capello, uh, Zabia Manciadora, and Mario Huskeluskus. Is that close enough? It'll do. Sounds like a menu from a Greek restaurant. It'll do. I think we need to speed things up a bit, if I'm honest. Come on. Come on. I think I think we're done, we're done. aren't we? We're done. I've got to cut the things at the end. I've got to add. Go on, Go on qu- quick, quickly Go on do David's uh, WhatsApp. Right. Dave says, we all know Sullivan loves his loan deal, but what about Pellegrini? Has he utilised with a Z, which is, you know, because he's American. Yeah, uh, we'd have put an S. But anyway, Yanks don't know how to spell. Has he utilised loans at his other clubs? Don't know. All of that, and we don't <laughs> great know. Great question. Well done, Dave. <laughs> we'll look it up and we'll let you know. Well, Have you heard of Google? What about the yellow socks on the away kit? Do we like that? Oh, yeah, we ain't done the, the, new, the, yeah, the lovely new kit. Did, did we like the new kit? I like the home kit. Away kit was all right until I saw the yellow socks. And I think they... The only thing I'd say is... Go on, John. No, I think the club could have done more and got rid of London on the badge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did a Clarence Hugh poll, by the way. Only 21% disliked both kits. The rest either liked one kit or the other or both kits. So there you go. Right. In the minority, 21%. Own, own kit don't bother me. Um, the away kit, the only the only thing I'd say is this cl- these owners seem to have a problem with the word tradition. And why do they seem to ignore tradition and then bring out this new wonderful colour scheme that we've never used? It's like it's like Umbro had a load of Everton or, or, or some other team's kit left over and said, don't worry, we'll stick the West Ham badge on it, it could be their away kit. I, I hate to overuse this term, and maybe we're, we're picking the title now, but it's called Next Level. Or more marketing. What, yellow socks? More marketing. Next level. Yellow socks, next level. Oh, Brady out. Anyway, uh, we, we, we're running out of time. Uh, wh- what else did you want to put on, which is not on the running order? I oh, know. You didn't give me a chance. quickly time. wanted to talk about, quickly. Right, two things, quickly. Yeah. Uh, Super 6, Sky Sports Super 6. Uh, yeah. I'm going to set up more than just a podcast Super 6. I was bung the code, league code, up on the Facebook group. And people can, if I think only people in England or Britain can do this, the foreigners can't, tough luck. Um, And then we can all have a fun prediction league. And there will be a a prize for the winner of the league. Uh, I will donate uh, one of my signed, many signed team pictures. Uh, I'll have a look, someone I've got a load of. I think I've got a few Martin Peters, so we could go for a World Cup winner. So there you go. I'll donate a signed Martin Peters picture out of my collection. Uh, so okay. I'll put that up this week. Secondly, um, I've been contacted by uh, someone who works at the club. They've got a shirt that's been autographed by players to donate for us to auction off. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. So, we're going to do that for charity. The charity will be has been chosen by all of us. And I'll tell you now, it's uh, the National Autistic Society, Furret Branch. Uh, and I'll put the details. We'll organise it and I'll put it up on the Facebook group later this week. 
Excellent. Wow. Excellent. And that's a, a shirt. I've just been sent the picture. If you've heard pinging in the background, that's because yeah. it's just been sent to me, the details. It, it's got about 12 or 13 autographs on it of current players. So it's last season's shirt. Excellent. Well, we yeah. we we give that a, a plug on all so, social media channels and uh, yeah, excellent. So I think we're done now, aren't we? Um, should we do it? Anything? Should anyone do else summer, wants do to do a summer say? podcast about the World Cup once if England get out of the group? Yeah, we did talk about that. We might do well, we a podcast. So, World Cup, didn't we? Yeah. Well, watch this space. Watch this space. Well, We'd I'll be, be vlogging for the. Uh, for it, I, I did tell him I would do it for Amish chat uh, channel, so for Gonzo. So I'll stick the vlogs up and then we can do a podcast later in. All right, that's it for me. Anyway, anyway, that's it. That's it. It's goodbye from uh Nigel. See you later. It's goodbye from John. Goodbye, yous. It's a goodbye from George. Adios, amigos. And it's a goodbye from me. Au revoir. Come on, you irons. Come on, England. Pellegrini. Next level. Doorbells. In my life. That's enough. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 